Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover God's seed of survival that can uproot the seed of worry as well as the roots of stress, suffering, and anxiety. And that new seed is called the seed of endurance. So let's go ahead and define it. Endurance means the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. It also means the ability to sustain a prolonged stressful effort or activity. Now, the scripture reference that I use comes from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, which says, For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. And again, that's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. Now, the seed of endurance can sometimes be difficult to achieve because it is hard to go through the storms that you may face in life. Many times, you just want the battle to end, and you also want it to end quickly. And when it doesn't, it can become challenging to keep fighting and to endure from it. What is also hard to deal with is that no one knows how long you may have to endure in the situation that you are going through. Now, if you had a timetable and you had maybe some insight of what the end result would be, then you would be able to probably endure the situation with a lot more ease. However, with the final outcome being unknown, it just makes it so tough to handle and to process. When God plants the seed of endurance into you, he may be trying to develop you or stretch you or maybe even to just create some qualities that you may be lacking in. Regardless of what the situation may be, you will be so much better as you go through the process. I know it may not seem like it, but you really will be better. God knows your past, your present, and your future. So please just continue to trust him completely in the journey of all of it. And know that he will work it out for your good and his glory. Romans 8:28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And again, that's Romans chapter 8, verse 28. The one thing to keep in mind about endurance is that it usually is not just dealing with the trials and tribulations that you will have to face. Now, yes, you may have to go through different things. And some of them may be very hard to endure. However, after you have endured, you may receive the reward or the promise from God. When you are trusting in God, 
He will give you everything that you need and probably even then some. It becomes just so important to do what God wants you to do so that you are being obedient to him and so that he can actually develop you and help you to grow more like him. Now, in our society, I believe that some people have a harder time than others with the seed of endurance. Many people just don't have the patience to wait on things so they can miss out on achieving the things that they may want or even desire. Also, there just may be expectations that you have placed on yourself or maybe even on others. And when those expectations are not met, then you become disappointed either with yourself or with the other people that you were dealing with. Regardless of what the situation is and what category you may fall in, please have the endurance to keep pushing through the adversity and please try your best to just come out on the other side of it. Now, let me also just ask you, have you had to endure some difficult things that have happened in your life? And if so, how did you handle it? Did you rush the process or did you allow God to move at the pace that was actually needed? And let me also ask, what did you gain by enduring through it? Now, prayerfully, you were able to follow God's lead in it and you were able to even make it through a challenging time in your life. When you push through hard times, it gives you additional strength that you didn't know that you even had. What becomes great about that when you fall onto another trial or even another tribulation, you can reflect back on your current situation and realize that if God brought you through that one, he can do the same thing again with this one. All your hard work and effort will not be wasted or in vain. So just keep trusting and believing in God and even in yourself that things will be fine for you. So now let's go ahead and look at our example again in the Bible with Job. And so I'm going to be reading from Job chapter 42 verses 1 through 17. And it says, Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. You ask, Who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I. And I was talking about things I did not understand. Things far too wonderful for me. You said, Listen, and I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said, and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I am angry with you and with your two friends, for you have not been right in what you said about me, as my servant Job was. Now take seven young bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve for you have not been right in what you have said about me as my servant Job was. So Eliphaz the Tamanite, Bildad the Shuhite, 
and Zophar the Namathite did as the Lord commanded them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him a gift of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter Jemima, the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapak. In all the land, there were no other women as lovely as the daughters of Job. And their father put them into his will along with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long and good life. And again, that's Job chapter 42, verses 1 through 17. Now, after Job had repented for his questioning to God as to why things had happened to him, God finished speaking to Job. Even though God was upset with Job's two friends, he allowed Job's friends to offer burnt offerings to him. And then Job would pray for them. After Job finished praying for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes back. What was so powerful about that was that not only did God restore Job, but gave him twice as much as he had before. He also gave him children, and his friends even gave him money and a gold ring when they came to feast with him. The scripture said that there was no other women as lovely as Job's daughters, and Job even put them in his will. Job lived a long and good life afterwards, and it showed that he endured through all of his hardships and trusted God even more. He had such a warm and close relationship with God because throughout his trials and sufferings he experienced, he didn't constantly complain or blame or even get angry with God. He endured through his trials, and God blessed him even more because of it. Now, another point, or another thing I should say to point out with the story of Job is that you can see that all of us will go through hard times, even when we think that we are doing everything right. God allows things to happen in our lives, and it doesn't have to do with the sins that have taken place in our lives. We have to understand that we live in a fallen world and evil does exist and will come upon us. That is why it becomes just so important to constantly seek God for help and strength when things do happen to you. God is aware of the things that happen before they happen 
just as Satan had to ask God to do bad things to Job, it becomes imperative that you are always seeking God's help in times of trouble. Now, as you look back at your life, what have you had to endure? How did you handle it initially? Do you find yourself reflecting back on past situations and it causes you to handle future situations maybe in a better way now? Prayerfully, the lessons that God has been teaching you along the way have allowed you to grow into the man or woman of God that he is trying to shape you in. You may even be surprised at the amount of endurance that you are able to obtain as you are going through some things. Now, as I have said earlier, I know that you may not want to have to go through hardships or adversity in your life, but by persevering and pushing through it, you will be happy and proud that you did. Now, for those of you who have children or maybe other people who are watching you, especially as a Christian, it is also a great teaching tool to show them as well. Some people just want to see how you handle difficult things because it can also just teach them as well on how they should do things. Your children are watching to see how you endure and unbelievers and sometimes even other believers are watching to see how you face difficult situations. Whether they are trying to see if you really are who you say you are or not, Try your best to just make sure that you are representing God in the way that he would want you to. Of course, there are always those people who are waiting for you to fall or make mistakes so that they can throw it back in your face. Let those people be who they are going to be. And God, of course, will be the one to correct them. Try your best to live the way God would want you to and things will just be fine for you. Now, before I close, I want to share the scripture about Job in the New Testament. So it comes from James chapter 5, verses 10 through 11 from the New Living Translation version. And it says, for examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. And again, that's James chapter 5, verses 10 through 11. And I see I am out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.